And so we're kind of at the time of year where we're in this reflection period. Now, a lot of your goals are either on cruise control and you're gonna make it to the end or you're not. So you really have to do an assessment right at this point in time. Hi, my name is Kirby Ingles. I'm a leadership and transformation coach, a father of four, and a U.S. Army veteran. And this podcast is dedicated to helping you achieve true success. Every week, my goal is to help you move one step closer to true success in a life that is rich and satisfying and helping you become the pillar of your community. Now, here on the True Success Podcast, we talk about leadership and personal transformation and dive deep into topics like mentoring, coaching, balance, problem solving, and creating an impact. True success is living your life's true calling. It's discovering new ways of viewing the world, building a life that's charged with hope, transparency, happiness, and fulfillment. True success is not what you think it is. Close your eyes and imagine setting goals, targets, and meeting them while adding value to the lives of others and making a difference daily in your community. You're having to overcome failure at this point in time of the year. You know if it's not going to happen or not. And I'm that way right now. You know, I've got some goals that... uh, they're, I'm going to make it. And there's a couple goals that I'm really going to have to push hard to make it by the end of the year. And there's some that is just not even possible. I would need a miracle, kind of like the St. Louis Cardinals need right now, being down three to nothing in the series. And they're down three runs uh, with only about two innings left. So I need that miracle, like that Boston Red Sox miracle back in the day when they beat the Yankees. And so I'm going to have to drop those. I'm going to have to drop those goals, and I'm going to have to reassess so the first thing I really want you to do is, is forgive yourself for not achieving your 2019 goals. You have to practice self-empathy. And you can't let that negatively impact you or have an effect on your self-confidence. You're going to fail at times, and you're not going to achieve everything. You know, one of the two things that I felt that this year was, I'm probably not going to read 52 books a year, which is one of my goals. I read one book a week. And the other one is, is I'm not going to run the number of miles this year that I really wanted to run. I was really hopeful. And I'm going to miss out on both of those goals two years in a row. Now, things come up. Things happen. There's nothing that you can do about that. And you're going to have to move on. And you're going to have to reassess. You have to be 100% committed to your goals in 2020. So do an assessment. Figure out where your shortcomings were. And then, honestly, reassess where you're at and decide how to make consistent progress and be 100% committed to your goal because you're going to have to reevaluate it. Maybe it needs to be bigger. Maybe it needs to be smaller. They're called stretch goals for a reason. They stretch you. They push you beyond your boundaries. And if you, if, and you've gotten further than you, what you normally would have, if you would have set shorter goals, uh, low hanging fruit, isn't always going to challenge it. Sometimes that's a motivator that gets the momentum going, low-hanging fruit is not what you want to go after. It's those things that want you want to stretch for and get some growth. Now, low-hanging fruit has its purpose, and so don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not going to deny that it doesn't. 
far as yearly goals, you want to have stretch goals, things that you're going to have to work towards. What I don't want you to do is I don't want you to underestimate the time that's going to be required to achieve your goals in 2020. So you're going to have to do a time audit. You're going to have to evaluate, you know, did I work 10 hours a week on this and I missed it? Do I need to work 20? Do I need to bring somebody else on or get somebody else to help me achieve those 2020 goals because I just can't commit to the amount of time? Now, personally, running, I need accountability. It is very difficult for me to do it on my own unless there's something like really, really, really motivating me to get out there and do it every single day. When I was running in a trail group and then we would meet once or twice a week, I had a lot of accountability and it was something that I wanted to do. When me and my wife were younger and we didn't have any children in the house, we were able just to go. And so now with four children, it's a little bit more difficult just to get out and go. Now I'm still making excuses because I got a little buggy I can push them in. But it's just, it's a little more challenging for me. And that's okay. I just have to identify that. I have to realize like, oh, wow, I do need somebody that's going to push me. I do need somebody that's going to show up to my house every day. I do need somebody to work with me. You need to assess those things. If I'm not good at marketing, then I need to hire somebody to help me with marketing. If I'm not very good at project management, maybe I need to hire somebody that or, or get a friend to help me that's good on project management. You need to start thinking about those things and don't underestimate the amount of time required to accomplish or be 100% committed to your goals in 2020. The other thing is, is you got to implement a better time management system. And so whether that be a calendar, you know, the Palma to-do, um, life cycle, you know, all those things can show you where you're wasting time and where you're using your time that's most valuable in the areas that, that you're best suited for. Because you don't want to do things that are busy work. You want to do those urgent tasks or those urgent and important tasks but you don't want to be doing those not important, not urgent tasks. Those are usually just busy work and things that are wasting your time, like scrolling through Facebook and things like that. And you also want to eliminate some of your self-limiting thoughts. So you want to think about that, right? Think about some of the self-limiting thoughts that you might be having. Uh, some of the fears that you're running into. I have an ebook out there on fear, a beginner's guide. It's uh, like 26 pages or something like that. Probably has an incredible amount of value to myself because of the amount of hours and work that I put into it. But writing isn't my best suit either. So here's another example. Uh, two years ago, I set a goal to write a book. And this year, I'll actually probably have that accomplished. Those are one of those goals that I'm going to have to really work at hard to accomplish this year. Uh, but I needed a higher coach. And I had to get some help. And they came along and motivated me. And I actually you know, get some people to hold me accountable. And they basically were going to call me out and throw me under the bus if I had not gotten to a certain point, got the book to a certain point by a certain time. And that motivated me. You have to think about rewards. You could possibly do like risk reward. Risk aversion is a technique that people use to motivate them because if I said, I don't want to make this political, but you know, if I was a Republican or Democrat or independent and I've you know, said, hey, look, if I don't do X, Y, and Z, you know, this week, then I'm going to give up $50 a week to the opposite party until I, I get it done, right? That would be a, a version of risk aversion. And that's a lot of things what most people wouldn't probably do. But there are people out there that actually do something like that to motivate them. The loss of money to something they don't support is extremely important to them. And they will actually get a task done because they don't want to do that. Risk aversion is just one technique, but really what we really, what we have talked about so far is how to achieve your 2019 goals in 2020. And really that is, is just forgive yourself for not achieving them this year. Failure is okay, right? Failure is a treasure trove 
to lessons learned in the future. This is a point of, of reflection. It is time to kind of start reflecting and start it to plan for next year and what your 2020 goals might be. And you can do that just by uh, recommitting to your 2019 goals, evaluating where you're at, not underestimating the time that is required to accomplish your goals and ask for help where you need it. And then also you need to implement a better time management strategy And again, if you are having trouble with them self-limiting thoughts and the fear of failure or you're dealing with failure, I have a pretty cool e-book out there, A Beginner's Guide to to Failure. You want to check that out. It's free. It's for you. All hope is not lost. Well, that's it for this episode of the True Success Podcast. Until next time, keep fighting the good fight, and I hope that you have a rich and satisfying day.